It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And thank you so much for listening today. We have another great topic planned. And I know you're going to want to stay tuned because we have had so many requests to have a show about water. You know, joining us as our co-host is Kate Crosby. Kate is a nutrition educator and counselor and sees clients at our Lakeville office. And Kate recently returned from a trip to Africa and has a great appreciation for water, don't you? Absolutely. So tell us. Now, tell us your Africa story. But now, no, don't tell us about the lions, though. No, no. Good morning, Dora. You're right. I was in Tanzania in March, and I was struck by the water. But let me just put it into uh, perspective here. Tanzania is a country of about 40 million, but only 10% of these people have electricity. 10%, 40 million, 10% have electricity. Well, without electricity, Dar, you're not going to get much water. So yeah. a water is any source that you can see, whether it's a river, a pond, maybe a lake. But even those ponds, you know, they dry up in the mm-hmm. dry season. Um, so I'd see women carrying five-gallon plastic jugs on their head. Okay. In the middle of nowhere, and I had no idea where they had come from or where they were going to. But hmm. that was their source of water. Okay. Occasionally in a village, I would see um, a water truck and people lining up to get their water with their little plastic jugs, gallon jugs, five-gallon jugs. Mm-hmm. When I was in the Maasai village and the Iroquois village, um, I really didn't see much sign of water. There weren't, children weren't. Carrying water bottles or drinking cups of water. Uh, I saw a little water. We cooked some polenta in, obviously, a pot of water. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Um, so, the, so the, so what were people drinking then? I don't know what they were drinking or if they were drinking. <laughs> okay. Nothing compared to what we were doing. You know, we, as the tourists, carried our bottles of water and were, you know, guzzling it down uh-huh. regularly. But the water sources that we would see, for instance, in the Maasai village, was just a huge pond that was the color. It was a clay brown, red brown. It looked like clay and water. It looked like slurry. It, you couldn't see through it. The cows drank out of this. Uh, the Maasai washed in this and washed their clothes in this and probably cooked with this. So this was kind of their water that they used all the time. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. actually... Uh, Occasionally they'd get some from the village or some other okay. source that was cleaner. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, it wasn't, you know. And obviously going to Tanzania or Africa is really life-changing. Um, and particularly because of the difference between what we're used to here. Yes. You know, what we, we've just grown accustomed to and take for granted and what's available to them. And I was reminded of that huge difference yesterday as I was cleaning my deck. Yes. Just using a ton of St. Paul City water and a hose <laughs> and thinking, wow, 
You know, we are so fortunate that we have this water here. We are. I mean, you know, we we are very fortunate. Um, and we have relatively safe water in the U.S. But I really think that there's more to the quality story than we sometimes realize. So I have invited our local water expert to the show, Richard Grassy. You know, Richard has been involved in providing purification systems. I think that's the right word to hundreds, maybe thousands of people in the Twin City area for probably 25 years. Isn't that right, Richard? Yes, Star. Okay. It it ages me, but yes. yes. (laughs) I know. We hate to say this. (laughs) Richard, I think you've supplied me with two or three different systems in my house. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start shooting questions at you right away, aren't we, Kate? Right away. So one that I get a lot in my weight and wellness classes is, is there anything wrong with tap water? I, I think... Mainly, people are worried about whether it's not healthy. Maybe there are hormones in it or antibiotics. Well, yes, they're found. Yeah, antibiotics and hormones are found in water around the United States. And in fact, there's lots of different things found other than the things that people are kind of aware of, which would be inorganic forms of calcium, magnesium are found in our water. But then it, the list would go to fluoride, arsenic, chromium, percolate, heavy metals. Well, so, okay, percolate. What does that mean? What is a percolate? Oh, I got him. <laughs> Uh-oh. Are we talking dirt? What are we talking Percolate. And I don't have that off the top of my, you know. Ah. It, it, it's a chemical. It's a chemical. And it, and a it, process. Yes. And I don't have that off the top of my head. I know that. I, I know that. Uh, Where does it come from, Richard? Well. Hmm, okay. We've I'm got. stumped. Oh. Industries? Yes, well, it's a, it's it's it'll be man-made, and it's it's not. I was thinking earlier, it's 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 a it's a byproduct of rocket fuel, but it's not. It's something different. And okay. I'm sorry that I don't have it in the top of my head. Okay, well, we'll, we'll figure that, that one out. out. Yep. We'll but it's there. Out. Yep. And it, and we remove it, but. <laughs> so Richard, then so those are some of the things that are you know like the hormones and antibiotic residue and arsenic. What are what are some other basic things that. You know, we we know that there's some minerals, but then what are some of the other contaminants? That's that's what I'm kind of because I don't think people know. And this isn't this is in typical tap water. This isn't in the muddy water that uh, you in were seeing. Africa. Yeah. yeah. Well, the list the list goes on. Um, asbestos. Asbestos. Arsen- Imagine. Asbestos, arsenic. Arsenic. Ooh. Cadmium. Chromium. Copper. Cyanide. Cyanide. Lead, okay. Lead. Mercury, lead. Mercury. Mercury. Okay. You know, chloride sulfates, bicarbonates. Okay. Nitrates. And this is all in my, t- well, well, not in the tap water that I use at home now, but the tap water well, before. Well, I'm not saying this is these things are found in water. Okay. So we're not we're not just writing off a list that all these things are in your water today. Yes. It'll but vary, in- but water. The thing is, is water is a universal solvent, mm-hmm. and water picks up a piece of virtually everything it comes in contact with. Okay. Which is why mm. we use it. You know, if you think of water in cleaning, it's oh, used yes. everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And they make it. It's the base of so many products. Well, that mm-hmm. makes it pretty clear, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think the cities do the, do the best that they can. But we have to remember that the, the water coming from any city is classified as a utility grade. And less than 1% of all the water coming into every, anyone's home, less than 1% is used for what I would call life support uses, cooking and drinking. 
Okay. The wester, the rest of it's being used for all the other uses, whether it's watering the grass, you know, doing laundry. Cleaning okay. my deck. And the other side of it is 99% of what's in water is silent. So you can't tell, you can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't taste it. It's invisible. Mm -hmm. Right. These Mm -hmm. various chemicals. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's an interesting point. Only 1% of what's coming through is really used for life support or for drinking or cooking or those kinds of things. And the rest of it, yep, it's all cleaning Kate's deck. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) How about another question? Another one that I get from my weight and wellness classes. Does a Brita filter get rid of all the contaminants? Well, a a Brita filter helps. Okay. Um, Brita is manufactured by Clorox Company. Hmm. Um, I think they've done an awful lot to promote the product. But if you take a measurement of um, what are what are called totally dissolved solids, which the Twin Cities area will range from 90 to about 600 parts per million of totally dissolved solids. Let's say you had 300 in your home in Edina, and you ran it through a Brita filter, you're going to drop it to maybe 200. Okay. In the <clears throat> difficult part to remove, which are the, the solids that we were just discussing. Now, what you're talking about is these solids are actually, could I call them contaminants? Sure you could. Well, okay. absolutely, because that's where arsenic would be. That's where fluoride would be. That's where mercury, mercury would be. Any of the heavy metals. So then the Brita filter fills, filters out some. Yeah, it's going to reduce some of them. Okay. But we're after zero. We're oh. after a measurement of zero which would be just water. Okay. And the definition of purified water, if we want to throw that out there, Mm -hmm. by the state of Minnesota, means water has to measure less than 10 parts per million of totally dissolved solids. Okay. So maybe we go down from 300 to 200, but we don't go down to 10 with a Brita. Or or 1 to 2, which is what our goal is. Okay. So then let's let's catch one quick more question before we go to break. Uh, Richard, what about, everybody ask us, how about this uh, filter that's in the refrigerator? Right, and that's an interesting one because, it, you know, refrigerator manufacturers are really doing a lot more than they used to. And I'll often have a potential client say, well, I'm, I'm putting, I have a filter in my fridge. Isn't that all I need to do? Well, that's a basic straight-through filter. So it's going to deal with easier things to reduce. It's not going to deal with anything difficult. So back to this 300 example right. that I used for Adina, going through a refrigerated filter, 300 in, 300 out. Oh, okay. Doesn't mean it's bad. It's just dealing with easier things. Oh. Okay. Like it'll deal with chlorine. Okay. Or it'll deal in ammonia. Okay. Um, it'll uh, lower the levels of, of volatile organic chemical compounds. And it's really a filter that's dealing with, with, with contaminants that are suspended in the water in the form of a gas. Okay. So, it so that's ha- easy to get out. Yes. Gas is easy to get out. Yes. Okay. So it helps with the taste maybe. Yes. Well, okay. Yeah, and that, which is why they used to be called taste and odor filters. Oh. Okay. And if you're drinking water that you don't like the taste of and now you have a filter that's made the taste better, that's a good thing. Yes. Because people mm-hmm. are going to be much more... Inclined to drink drink water. But when they take water to the really high extreme, 
darker level of purity, then, you know, that taste and odor filter doesn't, wasn't so great anymore. You can really taste the difference when water is at room temperature. Okay. So mm. to throw another little key in here is that when people drink water and they're drinking it cold, the taste that it would have, they're, they're numbing their ability to taste it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the colder mm-hmm. water is. That's why, for example, if you drank milk at room temperature, it's not so great. But if you drink it ice cold, then people like it. Okay. If people drink milk. Okay. Yep. That makes a lot yep. of sense. Yep. So we're going to kind of take a quick break here. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Research indicates the more exposure children have to a food, the more they'll want that food. Pretty simple. So mm-hmm. this can be a positive or a negative. You know, if you drive through the fast food lane and pick up fast food frequently, the kids are going to want it. Or it could be like my granddaughters, Willow and Cedar. You know, last week as we drove past McDonald's, they both said, I'd never eat there. They have bad fats and pop. <laughs> now, they never have been exposed to fast foods, and they love their snap peas, carrots, and even broccoli for snacks. Of course, the loves, they also love steak. Will just loves steak. So exposure can build bad habits or good habits. Think about that when you expose your kids and yourself to different foods. So if you have questions for Richard today, it's 651-641-1071. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. You're looking for a perfect Mother's Day gift? I've got a great idea. A gift certificate for for the weight and wellness classes would certainly please most mothers. Starting Monday, May 9th, Mm -hmm. we got lots of classes. St. Paul's got one, Wyzetta, Maple Grove, Stillwater, North Oaks, Edina, Lakeville, Chanhassen, and Andover. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be teaching the Lakeville classes Thursday nights. I'd love to help you learn how real food can lower your cholesterol numbers. You know, a lot of times we have class members who no longer need their cholesterol meds. Maybe cholesterol's not your issue, but certainly real foods can reduce your aches and pains. You know, we have a wonderful saying, food can be the problem, but we're, we can also teach you how food can be your solution. So call us at 651-699-3438 to order your gift certificate for your mother. It's a great idea. Yes. So we had some uh, person that called in during break, and they asked a question, Richard. Okay. What about the collagen systems? How are they, and how do they compare? And Well, collagen is absolutely the name that everyone knows. Yep. It's been a mainstay in, in the water treatment industry for, goodness, 40, 50 years, possibly. 
Um, they sell filters. They sell purification systems. Um, I'm just really, I'm doing everything to support this country at this point. And the product that I sell, for example, is made in America. Culligan has chosen to do everything overseas in Asia and Taiwan. Okay. So all their hmm. products are now made in Asia. Okay. That explains okay. a lot. Yes. And that's, yeah, so people can... Well, what about, you know, I, a few years ago, a lot of my friends were really worried about the quality of their water. So they put in these filter systems that sat on the side of their sink, multi-pure something, a carbon filter. Yep. How do you rate that system? Well, that's that's a little more elaborate than what would be in a refrigerator filter. Mm-hmm. Because what they've done is they've taken carbon and they've made it into a carbon block. So not only does it reduce what would be suspended in the form of a gas, it's also going to um, reduce some of the more difficult things. So it, it's a little step further. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the solution. It's, a, it's an improvement. Okay. All right. And the issue then becomes if when people buy that and how they buy a multipure, who's maintaining it, who's testing it, how often do people replace it? Because so, carbon as a material, once it reaches its saturation level, it dumps. Oh. So you can end up with higher levels of contaminants than you had without it. Oh. Oh. So wow. service, service of these devices are really Say important. Say that again, Richard. So carbon is the main material in a, in a multi-pure filter. And carbon as a material, it's an absorption material. But when it reaches its saturation where it can't absorb anything else, it starts to dump higher quantities. Of that contaminant Of, the, of back those in contaminants that it's been holding out. And That's so, yes, if it's not maintained, then you have more of an issue than without. Okay. Because now it's concentrated. So All let's right. take a quick caller here. Good morning, Nancy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Yes. Hi there. You have a question for us. Yes, I do. And I've been thinking about this ever since Richard uh, was on the segment back last June, actually. Okay. And that is, what do you do when you go to a restaurant? I can control my water at home. I bring water into work. What do you do when you go to a restaurant? And also, what about water that's heated up, let's say, when you order hot tea in okay. those types of systems? Well, I think what you, what truly what you're asking is, do most restaurants serve you tap water, or are they serving us filtered water? And do you go ahead and drink that? Do you bring your own? How do you handle that? Well, obviously, that, that whether you drink the water that's in the restaurant or you don't would be obviously your choice. I, I don't drink water in restaurants. Um, most restaurants do basic filtration. Um, they're not purifying the water. Very few that I'm aware of do. Um, we had the fortune about four months to go to do a new restaurant in the Galleria called People's Organic Coffee and Wine Cafe. And not only are they serving really high-quality meats and produce... They did a tremendous job with water treatment. Um, everything in the restaurant has been used, has been uh, uh, cleaned or cooked or mixed with very high purity water. Mm. And they also just opened up a, a self-serve water bar. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. So you can get pure uh, oh. room temperature water, pure chilled water, and pure sparkling water. Um, so, so yes. and then, so some restaurants are starting to do that more yes. and more. Yes, and I think it's it's restaurants. It's I think my my opinion is if you're in a restaurant and you want to eat at this restaurant, it's up to you to say, you know what, let's get some better water for us. Let's not just fill this water with ice. 
so that we mask the taste of the water. Oh, let's that's demand, a... Let's demand better quality water. Yes. Because it's about mm-hmm. pressure to some degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. awareness. Yeah. And I think, you know, am I hopeful with what, with what Lid Gordon at Peoples has done, um, we'll start more restaurants doing that is my hope. So... Uh, Richard, you're later on today. You're, well, in fact, right after the show, you're leaving for the uh, for the the Living Green Expo is at the State Fair today. Mm-hmm. I believe it's from nine to six today and nine to f- four or five tomorrow. Uh, actually, People's Organic has a booth there. We're providing purified water, and I'll be out there for the two days for anyone that wants to come out and ask questions about water. Okay, that sounds mm-hmm. great. It's in the 4-H building. So I think what we should do is take probably take another caller here. Um, good morning, Janet. Uh, you have a question for us today? Yes, hi, I do. Um, we have a cabin it's here in Minnesota, but mm-hmm. we don't like the taste of the well water, of course, and then we don't know if that's really safe either to drink. Right. So what we do is we refill one of those big five-gallon uh, containers of water from our tap water, here in Egan, and then we take it along to the cabin. Sometimes we fill up like two or three of those, and I'm just wondering if the the two or, or the second or third one that we're not using right away, if if that's sitting around for let's say you know two three weeks or more, is that water getting um, I don't know, organ organisms growing in it, or is that still safe to drink after? Two or three weeks. Well, okay. So you've taken it right. It's 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 the city of Egan. It's their city well water that you've taken, right? Correct. It comes right into your house, and you take it up to the cabin. Do you put a do you cap it? Is it sealed? Yes, we. Well, I would just it, keep yeah, it in it's a sealed. Yeah. So if it's sealed, then nothing can you know air air and 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 bugs can't be getting in it. So just keep it in a cool place. Oh, okay. So now, that's okay. now if you've left it for two or three. There, non-refrigerated something would start to grow or whatnot. Well, you don't want to keep water in the sun, and you don't want to keep water in plastic in, a, in the sun. So keep it in a cool place. And then it's fine. Okay. Well, and then, and then take, a, take a glass of it at room temperature when you go there, and if it tastes funky, throw it away, and if it tastes okay, drink it. That's, okay. I mean, it's, this water okay, can get stale. well water itself? Oh, I think that's a good question, Richard. Let's talk about well water a little bit. Well, well water isn't as regulated as city water. Wells in Minnesota are uh, under two guidelines, and one is, uh, like, if you dug a new well or if you were building a house and had to dig a new well, the state tests for two things, uh, E. coli bacteria and nitrates. Now, now they've now added arsenic, um, but it's, it's, it's just they're not mandating it as you have to have it at a certain level, but they're having it tested. So, you know, whatever that water in that well, so a well is just digging down into the earth into a slowly moving body of water called an aquifer. So whatever's upstream from that, percolating down through the earth, ends up in the water supply. And I know, Richard, my friend Faye, when they had their water tested, because they have a well water, yep. I, out in Isanti, and it tested higher in arsenic, and so she chose to have a, a system put in. Correct. Well, arsenic is not good, and, 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 and so most things are measured in parts per million, where arsenic is me- measured in parts per billion. So we're talking very small amounts, hmm. and the, the, the formal allowable limit was 50 parts per billion, and now it's 10. And really the goal, although it would never be able to be reached, should be zero. 
So taking, putting a really good treatment system in removes that plus the things that you don't even know that are there. Yeah. So that's probably a good solution, even if 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 it's at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you've done, haven't you, Kate? Actually, I had Richard put in a system. Yeah. <laughs> because I really wanted that water to be good. Yeah. Too many people use it, and um, I yep. just wanted to be guaranteed. Well, and when we're trying, when we're educating, I mean, both Darkate, we're, we're educating people all the time about personal health, taking personal responsibility. We're mm-hmm. doing all these things to, to increase our health or to take our health from where it is and move it forward in a positive direction. I mean, we we got to drink water. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we don't want to be doing these other liquids that are, we know aren't good for us. But if we're, if we're not certain of, or we don't feel comfortable about the quality water, then we can take action and do something about it. We yeah. want to mm-hmm. make it so we feel good about it. That what we're drinking. Right. So here it is. It's break time again. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you are having hot flashes, trouble sleeping, mood swings, join Wendy Kate's Dancer Monday night to learn how to control these perimetopause, menopause symptoms through real food and nutrition. Uh, you know, Wendy makes this class fun. Always. Lots of laughs come out of that classroom. And to register, just go to weightandwellness.com, or you can call 651-699-3438, and we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you've got a question about water for Richard, please give us a call at 651-641-1071. And again, I'm just going to remind you that Richard's going to be at the Living Green Expo in the State Fairgrounds today. And Sunday, and tomorrow. And Sunday. So how can people find you again? We're in the 4-H building. Okay. Um, and I'll be at the People's Organic Coffee and Wine Cafe booth where they're serving coffee made with good water, tea, and uh, food. Oh, Sandwiches. Good. Sounds like a deal. Sounds like a, yep, that's right. So we have a lot of callers and lots of questions. So uh, good morning, Beth. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Your question? Oh, good morning. Um, I appreciate your show, and I do, I'm a frequent listener, and I do recommend it to others. So thank, thank you, you very much. You're welcome. Um, my um, question is about another type of filtration system. I, okay. It's a pure water filter it's a bullet shape and it attaches directly to the tap as distinct from the one that sits on the side it's a different mm-hmm. okay yes yeah i'm familiar with that product and uh, actually pure i don't know if they still are but they were a local company at one point i think, uh-huh. I think they may have sold to someone else oh. um it's 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 a help it's not a solution it's a help it's 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 more in line and they may have a little bit of different technology than the um Britta, Britta, but it's mm-hmm. a similar. Okay, it's a little easier to use because it's already a- attached to your tap, versus having to pour water into a pitcher, which is what the Brita, how the Brita works. Understood. That's why I changed. But how about the parts per million? It's supposed to be take more out. Well, I would I would have to measure it before and after. Uh huh. I, I don't I don't have that answer in my head. So I think okay. that's a good question, Richard. Beth, stay with us for a little bit here. Okay. Um, so what, you go out and test water, right? Correct. And then you determine... Well, we do. I have a, a an expensive meter that measures parts per million of dissolved solids. So all I need to do, it's like a $400 meter. I take a measurement of your tap water and see what that is. 
and then you can run it right through whatever filter you have or any other water you have, and we can give you an, an immediate uh, answer. Because I'm not concerned about the various contaminants. I want water to be beyond what's called legally safe in our country and in this market to what cla- would be classified from my perception as totally safe. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, your phone, you know, put out your phone number because I would think there's no cost, is there, to no. having no. somebody come no. out? No, and it's, 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 you know, the main thing, and yes, I'm in the business, the, the main thing is education. I mean, when There's so much confusion, first of all, on the consumer part, and I've mentioned this before, that just the term pure, purified, or purification, those terms are so misused. What do, I mean, like the, the term of your product, P-U-R is the name of this product, so it lends you to think that you're getting pure water. Well, you're getting filtered water. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. And so, yeah, we would, I would go out, do, a, do some tests, talk, and then give you ideas on what your choices or options could be. So, Richard, what's your phone number? So my phone number is, my direct line is 952-240-0470. And I'll also give my email, which is info at richardsh2o.com. H2O.com. Richards so, H2O. So then if, they, if somebody wanted that, you to come out and test, you could do that? Absolutely. And, all right. So let's let's go ahead and take one more question here. Good morning, Sean. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. Good morning. Um, you may have just answered my question. Okay. Um, as far as having somebody to contact, I um, I'm renting from a, a relative, and we drink a lot of water. I do have a Brita, and I try to keep up on the carbon filters, which I will especially do now because I'm really freaked out about it increasing instead of decreasing um, bad things. But what will happen, my daughter likes to take some water to bed with her at night, and she'll put it in a you know a plastic cup that won't spill. Um, and I've noticed that after, say, maybe 24 hours, and sometimes not even 24 hours, it will smell absolutely horrifyingly bad. And I'm thinking, well, now this came out of a Brita into her cup after only 24 hours at room temperature. I mean, it wasn't heated up. It smells so bad. Does that mean there are very bad things in there? Somebody said, well, maybe it's just sulfur, but Mm -hmm. I have no idea. And it just worries me. Well, I would think that it was not good. I just, just intuitively, it seems like it probably you're not filtering out the things that you need to. Yeah, that yeah, that's very possible, and and then just 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 for interest, do the same thing on a used glass and see if it makes any improvement. On a what? I'm sorry. Just use instead of a plastic cup, use a glass cup, and I I don't know that it's going to have any improvement. I'm thinking that it won't, but it's worth the try. Yep. Just try using glass instead of plastic. Okay, and then I can call you or email you. Oh, absolutely. Happy. Yep. Happy to happy to chat. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And I think that's another kind of misconception that people think that they're going to have to install these whole house systems. But it, for a renter, you have kind of a more of a... We have three portable systems that produce the same water purity of uh, as the more elaborate, more costly systems. You can take them anywhere you want, and they I, we can make the same claim of removal of all known contaminants, even with the more basic systems that we sell. So, you know, Richard, when I moved into my house... Um, there was a Home Depot filtering system, you know, for my tap yep. water, yes. for my drinking water. Yes. And I, you know, went to went to Home Depot to get a new filter. And, of course, 
they didn't have them any longer. Right. Mm. So we went online and we tried to find one, and there was none. Right. But I didn't want that water any longer because I knew from what you had told me before is that it was probably dumping back in, Correct. and it was a reverse osmosis system. Yes. You know? And so I thought, well, it's not too bad. But then when I couldn't get a filter, I said, okay, I need a new filter, a new system. And so you came out and installed one. Correct. So give us a comparison between that type of system like Home Depot, because it is less, less expensive for sure. Absolutely. So reverse osmosis, just like cars. I mean, you can buy different levels of cars from very inexpensive cars that get you from A to B to really expensive cars. It's the same with reverse osmosis. It can be done poorly or inexpensively with lesser quality components, and they can be done really well. It's a, it's unfortunately a relatively loosely regulated industry mm. where all the, any of the different, um, um, Nonprofit organizations that are trying to police it, they're based in reduction, not removal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just adamant about educating people so that they can make an intelligent choice because water's too important. We need to have everything out of it so we can do what we want, take it to whatever level we want after it's clean, do whatever we want to add to it. Hmm. So there's but, different levels of reverse osmosis. So that's what I'm hearing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and actually, in our in our case, in the product that I have represented for 25 years, takes water further than reverse osmosis. But see, reverse osmosis is also water pressure driven. If you're in a house that has poor pressure, it's not going to work as well as if you're in a house that has high pressure. There's other oh. variables here. It's all about the knowing how to do it, who, how to have it installed, and then most importantly, having someone to maintain it. Oh, yes. So many of these systems well. that are bought from a big box store or from online or and that's a whole, online is a whole other topic because of all the claims that people can make and there's nobody to follow up and police it. Mm-hmm. You have to have someone maintaining it. And I pride our, I, I pride us in the fact that we send out postcards and do I everything we can mine. to maintain. Oh, you did? <laughs> Good. I need you. I don't take care of that part, but, I'm, but we do it. I mean, it's... <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break right now And then we'll have a little bit more time toward the end. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Kate Crosby, nutrition educator and counselor, and Richard Grassy, local water expert. Richard, give out your phone number one more time. So I'll I'll give out two. The office number is 952-920-1200, and my direct line is 952-240-1200. Zero four seven zero. So if you still have questions this morning on water, call us here. It's 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to thank Richard Grassi from Richard's Custom Water for being a wonderful guest here today. And, of course, having more information than this short hour can ever bring you. Thank you, Kate. Um, You know, I want to mention a little bit more about the Living Green Expo, where you're going to be later today. There's kind of an interesting talk going on Sunday at 1. Do you want to talk? uh, tell us what the title of that is? Well, well, yeah, it's the perfect title. The title is What's in Your Water? (laughs) Perfect title. All right. And it's presented by the Minnesota Department of Health. Um, how is the Minnesota Department of Health working to discover how new chemicals 
entering our water supply, our water system, are affecting children's health. Ooh. Oh, so that's yes. a great topic. issue. It is. Mm-hmm. Great. So I want to, before we take, we've got lots of callers, and I want to wish Tina Beeler a happy birthday today. Happy birthday, Tina. Happy and birthday, She Tina. had a great party last night, and it was just lots of fun. Great people. Wonderful party. One of the best I've ever been to. So thank you, Tina. And uh, so we're going to slip in and take callers here. Good morning, Marty. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. Uh, I have a question, a couple questions. Sure. Uh, one question is about uh, remineralizing your water with uh, benefit, uh, beneficial minerals. And uh, if you have any information or are there products out there that do that. Second question is um, my wife and I have been reading about uh, EMF, electromagnetic fields, mm-hmm. and their impact on our lives. And, and you know also what? how they can enter the water system and cause um, calcification and uh, other things in the uh, plumbing and so forth. And I'm wondering, uh, one of the technologies I've come across is a German technology that is a microchip that um, you actually put on your water system called Menom, M-E-N-O-M. And I'm just wondering if you have come across that and have uh, investigated that at all. You know, Marty, one of the people that we're going to have on the show in July is Anne Louise Gittleman, and she has done a lot of research into this area. But I'll kind of turn it over to Richard as far as uh, remineralizing water. Um, yes. Okay, so, so yes, yeah, so if you clean up water to the level that we're discussing, um, the inorganic minerals are removed. So the good thing about that is now you can start at a clean slate. And if you want to add what I would call structure-enhancing minerals, um, uh, 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 coral calcium would be a good source of that. Um, We can do that. I think that's a good thing. Um, It's a whole other topic of conversation and possibly another radio show to talk about the structure of water, how water... There's a lot of research about how water has uh, takes on a personality or is a, at the effect of not just the contaminants, but also the electromagnetic fields. And I have a lot of done a lot of research on that, and that's a topic I feel quite yeah. I think we need to in. save that's it. That's a whole other topic. Because right here, as a nutritionist, I would disagree with you on coral calcium. Because as far as I understand, coral calcium is car- calcium carbonate. So, you know, we would have go well, battle on that and, one. <laughs> see, and, yeah, and, and, but that's okay, Richard. Calcium carbonate is not is a useless. Yes, I know. So. So, <laughs> so, Marty, thanks for the call. So we're going to slip over and talk to Julie. Good morning. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Julie? Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, okay. Julie's gone. We're going to talk to Keith this morning. Good morning, Keith. You have a question about water quality? Keith? So. Hey, good morning. My name oh. is Keith. Hi, Keith. Morning, hey, Keith. I, quick question for you. I love your show to begin with. Thanks so much for doing this one on the water quality. Thank you. We live in a farm, old farm, 120-some-year-old farm. We've been here for 40 years. We had an old pump jack with a well about 50 feet, and the water tasted great, looked great, and everything. It went dry. We drilled a new well. We're at 260 feet. The water smells horrible, tastes horrible. We <laughs> sent it in through a veterinary clinic to have it tested for about 200 things. And we came out with a real high quality of, or quantity of diethylene glycol, triethylene glycol, and furfural. 
Okay. And we had somebody with reverse osmosis that was all excited to come out, and they came out, and I showed them what was in the water, and never heard from them again. <laughs> so we don't we don't drink the water. We do animal rescue out here too. We've had a real high incidence of thyroid and cancer with our animals, so we don't drink any of the water. Wow! Wow! Interesting. Well, there may be there may be additional pretreatment necessary before we would purify it, but we would we would come out and get a sample of the things that we need to know in advance and I could make recommendations but we've done we've done well water around the Twin City metro area that other companies have not been able to solve and have given up on okay. um, anything that gets into water can be removed it's just Pardon? doing it properly and that's where we come in and so, we're planning coming out tomorrow to see we'll visit you tomorrow too and talk to you out there oh, oh, okay great. that wow. sounds yep. great look forward to like look, look forward to meeting you yep very nice. Yep. Thank you for the call, Thanks, Keith. Keith. Yep. yep. So, I don't know, we have a few minutes to kind of wrap things up here, and we have to think about uh, questions. Maybe one of the questions is, Richard, maybe the sources, like, I know St. Paul water comes from the Mississippi River. Yes, it originates in the Mississippi River, goes through a chain of lakes, and then is into the water treatment plant in St. Paul. Correct? Okay. And, and then Minneapolis gets its water from the Mississippi River, all, you know, does go through a treatment plant. Okay. But then the next ring of suburbs around Minneapolis-St. Paul gets their water from city wells. And then you get out further and you're into private wells. So, mm. then, so those are the three types of water, um, all with different challenges. Mm-hmm. And you can tell from what Keith said, huge challenges and a very deep well. Correct. Yeah. And I haven't heard that word pump jack for so long. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Right. So every every one of those systems requires a really testing. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. We got to know what's there. But see, we so reverse osmosis or the technology. So we utilize reverse osmosis and deionization and other technologies. So in our case, what it's getting through reverse osmosis as a technology is removed by deionization. There's other features, there's other technologies involved as well. But I really want to make it clear, whatever is in water can be removed. Hmm. And But That's... not just removing it, the next thing is to keeping it out, yes. which is why yearly service is such a critical thing. That's what, yes. That was what I was going to yeah. say. You know, you put in our system at our St. Paul office probably 20 years ago, I believe, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, at least that. And so we have not only our staff drinking that water, but... Uh, pe- all of our class people, they come in. You used to, when you first put that in, you used to encourage clients to bring their jugs in and sure. take it home. Sure. So that's and been well used. Yes, and it's still running. Right. Well, yes, and because it's, perfect. it's been maintained. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you maintain it every year. Yes. Is it like once a year? Is it twice a year? Or Well, I think you're. I think we're doing you once a year. Some of the private wells that we do, we, 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 we service every six months. And that, but that's a small percentage. Most of our clients could just need once a year. And so it's an investment, but it's last. It's something that's going to be there for 20 or 30 or 40 years. Right. As long as it's maintained. Right. Right. We just have to get over as a society that we didn't, but water used to be free. Yeah. We used to just take it for granted. Mm-hmm. And we have to get over, we can't take it for granted. It's too critical to our health. Right. Yes. It's just way too critical. Mm-hmm. And it, ha- you know, I think it has to taste good. Like that, that lady that said that it tasted, it smelled and tasted yucky. I mean, right. who's mm-hmm. going to drink water if your water isn't tasting good? That's right. 
That's right. And yep. then we're back to the other options, which are just not that healthy for us. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, you know, you know, we're trying to eliminate sugar, all of us, right? Yes, Absolutely. I think that's right. <laughs> so if you, if you think about any major issue or point that you'd like to make, Richard, what would it be that, you know, as you think about people, um, what do you think might, maybe this would be a question, um, why, why do people not maybe put a filtering system in of some kind? Well, I think that they dose, they dose well. My personal opinion of that, and I hope I'm not stepping over a boundary here, is people are, are it's harder for people to decide to take better care of themselves, to take ownership of their own health. Mm-hmm. And because when you do that, all these changes take place, and you just have to take one step today and another step tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We have to hydrate ourselves. The body is a very a, a miraculous um we could call it a machine, for lack of a better term. It has to, but it needs water to survive. Every every single um, function that takes place in our body requires water, and if we don't have enough of it, then the water ha- the water has to be only used for the brain, for example, the really critical organs, and it, the other organs slowly suffer, suffer and die, basically. Thank you, Richard. Great show. Appreciate well, it. Thank, thank you, you Richard. Richard. Thanks, Star. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.